Oh, <laughs> this is getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> STC Learning Podcast, episode three of the day, if you can't tell by Welcome the back, guys. Uh, manic a, laughter. It's been a while. That we're opening it's been a while since I've sat on this couch. Yeah, about one coffee ago. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we've picked up. The last episode was a little mallow, so... Mm. I don't know, maybe we'll try and no, we did right. extra caffeine. No, it was good content. The first, it was I felt low. Cognitively, the first one I was like, I need that uh, that lasagna to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was like, yeah, I felt much better about myself. One, yeah, no, I'm good now. Lots of coffee. Yeah, lots of food. Halfway through a high carb day. Yeah, me too. So I think I'm 200 <laughs> deep. Of my my high carb day and your high carb day like are not the same. Yeah, thing. it's completely different. Yours <laughs> yours hurts my feelings. That's why I you still more. underneath that beard probably have a jaw, and I do not. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <very> true. <laughs> I don't have back. I can neck still rolls also yet, walk though. up flights of stairs and feel good about myself. So. Yeah, I don't have back head rolls yet. Yeah, so it's I'll okay. Know. I'll, I'll tell you about them after I take photos. Of course. Yeah, at this weight last year, I had at least one. Yeah. So what am I? I'm I like, never really paid attention to it until you showed me that photo. Oh, bro, that's in my suit. That is no, no, no. The the one in the. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. When you say suit from a bodybuilder's perspective, it's just a suit, no. like a normal suit. No, I don't wear suits. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> like I don't know the powerlifting lingo, bro. Sorry. So. In my onesie. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my lycra bodysuit. In my spandex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a good look. For yeah. Me. So, yeah, so I it's think like a totally I'm, different person from behind. Like, yeah, and it, like Tam it's like a face staring back at me. You know, this one of those sad faces. You know that emoji where it's like the the, the line. Yeah, it's like, it's like that. It's like that face. You, get, you had a fucking emoji head. It's a lot of collagen in my lips. Uh. Yeah, but yeah, this weight last year I had. Uh. I would that I'm pretty close to comp weight, so I would yeah. have had two back head rolls. So oh, well, there just, you go. I've only got, so you just gauge your body composition of how many neck rolls you have. Yeah. I'm leaner this time. Cause I have yeah. none. Only yeah. th- just two chins <laughs> and not as many chins. Yeah. yeah. Oh bro. That video, it goes down with a great double chin, <laughs> double, double chin, chin harder than me. me bro. Oh, goes yeah. down with the, the all time greats. That not one, an that ideal the picture. Place. put do it in not, the archive. Do not mount a camera below chest height <laughs> at 17% plus body fat when you are in a very 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 deep surplus uh, made God. up of hagen and peckish yeah so i can do it now it's just a big ball of fur. yeah no one would know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if i oh there's probably like one photo where i yeah let it slide a little bit and i was like post knee surgery and me and my mate all we did was eat um like these, uh, they were like these wagyu patty, um, pa- wagyu patties at Subway. Oof. So we thought it would be a great idea to get two, like double the amount, which was four. Yeah. And then drench them in mayonnaise and cheese and eat them every day when we weren't exercising because yeah, yeah, we yeah. couldn't from our knee surgery. Yeah. Did my so partner was, used to serve them to you? What was that? Did my partner used to serve them uh, to you? I feel I'll, like I've heard this yeah, story from her. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we were, I was tipping the scales of, you know, 90 plus kilos and yep. certainly was not. Uh, the same amount of muscle mass that I was now. And I was uh, training with Jason at around this time also <laughs> when he was 90 plus kilos and I was 58-ish on a good day <laughs> with wet clothes on. And I, I used to have to sumo deadlift, I think the 40s, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, nah, 60s, right? The 60s, yeah. 60s, 60s. Tell the story. It's, it's been a few years. Ag- more it's of been, the mystery, yeah. It's been a few years so we can add some kilos. <laughs> um, I had to sumo squat his dumbbells up to his knees so he could press him. I remember, um, like once I was able to return back to training and stuff, like, yeah, I'll, I'll put it there. I got fat. Right? I got fat now, shape. Right? 
and I went to the beach. You know, it was a hot ass day, and I hadn't seen this dude like in ages. And one of my friends, and he, he walks in, he's like, "Oh fuck!" He goes, "You really let it go?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was just like, I, I was absolutely like, you fucking crushed me, man." I was like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" First of all, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Second of all, fuck you. Yeah, I was like, I was like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" And he's just like, "Oh, you know, just, you know, you, you know, you really just really let it go a bit." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I just got back. I've just had a, a full um, ACL reconstruction." <laughs> I've like been bedridden for about six weeks and I've just been able to walk properly again. And he's just like, oh, okay. And then like, it fucking crushed me, man. But like what it did though, what it did, I was just like, Lit a fucking got home. I was just like, fuck this, it is on. And I was up like fucking 10 kilos and yeah. like, you know, six to eight weeks. But I'll never let this, oh, I can't say that word. It's but I'm getting heated now. I'll never let this person know that it's like that was the, the compelling reason. I hope they don't listen to And the then I was like, podcast. I was like, so where do you, so because obviously that I responded in a in a rather positive manner when someone like that says that, yeah? Well, it was like when we got told that our audio was shit. We all got mad yeah. about so it. It's and like, do you, yeah. So it's like, do you, like, you know, we talk about like. I feel a, like, sorry to interrupt you again, but I feel like Tam took that really personally. What? The, the audio. Oh, 100%, man. Like, he's been like, fucking walking around. Like on he's, point. <laughs> he has been moving shit while we've been talking, guys. Like, just to make sure everything is on. Yeah. And he's giving me all these death stares when I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. And the headsets like, still aren't here. Yeah. So, I feel like the game is lifted. <laughs> yeah. The fucking mythical headsets. So, guys, a little bit of a backstory. We bought some headsets. We're supposed to be... We wanted to get them for about six months. And we actually ordered them and they still aren't here. So, uh, look, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think they're coming. And uh, I don't actually think they exist. We were actually sat down to podcast last week and the we second were, no, of the two... We cancelled we cancelled the podcasting because we didn't have the headsets because we thought they were coming this yeah. week and they're not. They're still yes. not here. And we're three episodes in and no one's knocked at the fucking door. I'm getting pissed they're off. They're not coming to this house. <laughs> oh, okay, this. I thought they were coming here. No, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> so anyway, here we are. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know was what we're say, talking about. Um, so like, are you that person? Are you that person that like is gonna like? You know how we talk about like if there's some shit on your face or something, you teeth, you're like, hey, you know? yeah. But it's like, is that the next level? It's like, hey, man, like, <laughs> like you know, every now and then I get into you about <laughs> being you... a little bit, you know, fluffy. But it's like a bit of a joke, yeah. But yeah. If, like someone walked up to me and says, hey, Jace, like, yeah, you fucking. I get upset. Dad be... calls me fat a lot. I get upset. This bloke walked up to me in the gym like three weeks ago, and he's like, fuck, man. He's like. You know, you used to be you used to look really good. That's what he said to me. I was like, "Sorry, what did you just say to me?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, you were looking good last time I seen you." I was like, "What? So I don't look good now? Like, what? Like, do, do, do I need to strip down to my jocks for you to assess me?" Or like, yeah, I was just like, "What do you mean, bro?" And he's just like, "Oh, you know, it was just like, you know," you, and I was like, "He could tell you fucked up then, yeah." And I was just like, "And it's like coming from someone who looks fucking amazing themselves, yeah." Funny uh, <laughs> years, guys. Yeah, yeah, years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I was just like, how the. F- who the fuck are you, yeah, bro? That's like, almost, why does that always happen to me? It's all—it's almost it like, happen? yeah, like I don't look as good, but my left hook still is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> so, but this one, this one didn't motivate we don't me enough violence. this time though, because I was just like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's almost like it's almost like a compliment. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I did. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I don't now, yeah. but thanks. I was like, yeah, you know what? I did, and I was like, and I trained really hard for that, and I looked really good, and I'm not willing to do that now. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard. <laughs> but I think like when you're like 10 kilos, 15 kilos over your what you should be, yeah, all I did was eat like maxi bonds and fucking double meat subway um, rolls for you know eight weeks when I was feeling sorry for myself yeah. 
It's like, I feel like if someone calls me out for that, they're like, I'd probably respond the way I did. But now I'm just like, yeah, I'm busy. And yeah. I still work out and I'll give me like six months and I'll, and I'll you be right there. You feel like but it. Yeah. I just yeah. like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like maybe, is there a situation where like you can call people out or like, shouldn't you, should you just not do that? Um, I don't, well, I don't know if there's a right or wrong. Have, um, I don't even know if there's a right or wrong to it. It's like, but was, there'd be a lot of people that would like, just get super fucking offended. Yeah. Like I was offended, but then I think about like at the end of the day, I still did what I wanted to do. I just needed someone to like, yeah, just like, instead of like, you know, maybe just lighting a match, they fucking like pulled two flares out and fucking just chuck them on the ground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a match. It was like, fuck, let's get the flamethrower out, bro. <laughs> and so me being fucking sizzled to a crisp, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking stand up. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I never saw him again. Oh, <laughs> fuck it. But anyway. We showed that guy about the audio. How cool is that? I wonder if he still listens. I wonder if I wonder if anyone else is still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the STC Fit Learning Podcast, <laughs> brought to you by the STC Fit Learning Academy, where we make a little more sense than we do after three episodes and eighteen coffees. Did we already do this intro? I feel like we already did. No, we, we didn't know? get to the. Oh, we did Oh, jeez, we did that in the other episode. <laughs> They're all just blending into if one. We did it, tw- if, Tam. If we did it twice, just cut the other one. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stcfit.com for all your online personal training needs. And we'll yeah. do that Instagrams later. But yeah. unless you're driving, take a screenshot now, put it up on the socials, yeah. tag at stcfitlearning, sorry, at stcfit underscore learning. Yeah. Jason Glear, physique coach. And Ben Scott SC, and we'll give it a share for you. Yeah. That would be great. So we should actually probably talk some sense. We've done a lot. Talk about some stuff. <clears throat> We've done a lot about um, trainers and talking about PTs and Squatting. geeky stuff. So maybe Anthro, we should. What was it? Anthropometrics. Prometrics. Was that was that the word, Tam? Anthropometric. Yeah, anthropometric. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we said. <laughs> People are like, imagine if this is the first episode you've yeah. ever listened to about oh, a podcast. Like, fuck, these guys are so smart. What the fuck are these guys on throwing about? out big ass words like that. So I guess they don't know what it is. Jace got, Jace got fat one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I'll, it, I'll, Shh, my wife time. doesn't listen. Yeah, my wife doesn't listen to this, so she'd be like bullshit one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to throw one maybe more to the general populace. Yeah. Um, talk about peaking. Jason's going to talk about body composition. I'm going to talk about strength. Um, mm-hmm. you, this is your moment for your. We need a soundbite of you doing the powerlifting. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about powerlifting. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because that's there what we, we talk about. So we've actually got a button because Jason does that all the time now. Yeah, that's our that's a soundbite for like when we go away. I'm making that. I'm making all that we're going to talk about is powerlifting. I know. It's going to mean can't Aaron. wait. <laughs> And hanging out. It's actually kind of, yeah. I've got some good powerlifting clients, but it's just like all we talk about is powerlifting. Can't we just talk about bodybuilding clients? No no one likes it anymore, I don't think. Do you think? No. It's like just the circle that That I'm in, right? You've dragged me into. All we do is talk about powerlifting. What do you mean that I've dragged you into? Yeah. I secretly like it. All right. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. We need to start a petition to get Jason to compete. No. Do you want to. Like train this hard and just have me like overtake you in such quick time oh, frames. Oh, throwing shots! <laughs> throwing shots now! Throwing shots now! <laughs> have like, I yeah, have like... I got to the point of no return that he can't catch me yet? <laughs> Let's be honest, I'm not sure. 
So maybe uh, we should start that position uh, in like I don't, I don't know January yeah, twenty twenty. Nah, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to. You just keep getting shredded, Jace. You, yeah, look, you look great, yeah, mate. That's yeah, it, bro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, one of us has got to do it, mate. Yeah, because <laughs> I ain't fucking my, dieting yeah, again. Yeah, not until I'm like too fat for my weight class. <laughs> but I have a, lux, a nice luxury of like ten kilos before that happens. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Well, Hashtag. if you get to that, if you get to that weight anytime soon, we're gonna have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty-four hour uh, weigh-in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so concept of peaking is for powerlifting. Yeah, so I think let's let's so maybe create a little bit of a, a starting point in that yep. the first mistake that I see people make is not understanding the concept of working towards a goal and working towards a outcome and timeline. Um, so it's actually a good, really good time to do this. Yeah. Um, big personally, you've just had someone compete recently had powerlifters compete as well. Um, FBME nationals is in eight days time. The lift offs in two days time, which is actually reverse for you guys listening, but whatever. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. draw your own timeline. From that. <laughs> <laughs> you can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, cool. We're, we're in a master at the moment. And one thing I've noticed is like understanding the goal is to be peaked and at a particular point, at a particular point in time Mm. and for body composition, not to get caught up in where you are on a day to day basis, but more focused on, are you moving towards the end goal? And then from a strength basis, don't worry about what you're doing for six reps in training 12 weeks out. Yeah. Are you getting closer to the goal? I think that's one thing that I want everyone to kind of keep in mind as we step into this conversation. Yep. I like it. Because, yeah, what one thing I noticed, so I had a couple of girls, <clears throat> just as examples of that, that obviously did FBME, the Melbourne Heat, and then competing on Sunday in our liftoff. Jason's excited about powerlifting already. <laughs> Copping some yawns. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like coming back into... Strength training from more physique style programming, taking a little bit to fine skill acquisition. They obviously came back into like six rep ranges rather than like hitting doubles because that would be dumb. Um, then just feeling like, oh, one of my girls was just like, oh, I've lost so much strength. And I'm like, hang on. So I did a six rep calculator to what a one hour yeah. was. It's was like a five kilo gym PB. Mm. And like, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the one RM calculators, it's like you could do that for one really comfortably. Yeah. Like it's probably your opener. Yeah. Um, so like you've you've got quite a bit in the bank. You've actually yeah. got stronger while you got leaner for the show. She's like, oh, okay. And it's just really positive again. It's just like, <laughs> oh, that's okay. You just didn't realize yeah. that that's what's going on. Yeah, it's hard hard for the client to use all those like they're the one of the one of a big challenge, sorry, I'll reframe this, is the when the clients try to measure their progress just based off the things that they think matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't mean this in a bad way. Like obviously like everyone's gonna sit there and go, like, am I progressing towards what I want to move towards? And mm. but they use their their rate of like or the way they measure their progress the yards, the yards is different wrong. to us. So we're yeah. like 
hang on a second, like you just did like one of one of many of the clients, you know, when we go through the strength block and it's like, oh, you know, I'm doing 200 kilos at five reps, but my one RM is like 220. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you don't have to do 225 <laughs> times. You've yeah. got to do it once. Like, yeah. and, so, and that week, and this is like maybe trailing off ahead of time, but, but you also only have to do like three rep, three sets yeah. that whole week. Yeah. Not, 50 yeah i'm like <laughs> you know you got to do all this like yeah. think about all of the other things that we're doing here and it's like you can't go and say like just because it's not close enough to the one arm that you're weaker I'm like there's so many moving parts to this yeah like but they and i could just tell looking at their face they just it's just like no nah, i'm not bought into this shit yeah. like, it's like the weight says everything yeah. if the weight ain't closest it ain't happening yeah. i'm just like fuck man just let just trust the process yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. it's it's funny that like it, we've got a bit of an ongoing joke now about like there's a pb for everything in powerlifting yeah yeah and i think part of it is to stay fucking sane everything <laughs> <laughs> was that real creepy for you tam <laughs> i'm the sound bite guy <laughs> just like just stepping into a, like my niche right now, yeah. my thing. So like um, my, an anecdote on that is like my squat pattern is conducive to using wraps and I get quite a lot out of them. Mm. Um, I also train in gyms that don't have monos. Let's list all the bullshit excuses of why I don't lift heavy weights when I train. <laughs> <laughs> but so recently did some testing, um, did a high bar sleeved, PR, just so everyone can, Jason can keep up with that. Let's write that one down in the the ledger. (laughs) Looking back at it, I actually squatted in a weaker position for me, which is the high bar, um, with sleeves in a belt and shoes. So that was What was the temperature? Uh, It was was mild. I'll just uh, write that one down too. Mild humidity was about 50%. How much calories? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I actually matched my previous double without wraps um, yep. for a low bar squat. So for me, I was able to go, okay, so I'm in a weaker position. I'm doing way more volume than what I was back then. Um, so maybe it's a uh, a 70 sets a week PR as well, Jason. Oh, jeez. <laughs> throwing them all out there. These obviously, are cheap. Obviously, these are, these talk- are cheap PRs. Obviously, I'm talking worth shit their- about that. These aren't worth their weight in anything. For me... <laughs> To be able to say, all right, so I high barred something that I used to low bar for a double. Yeah. It's like, cool, I've made measurable progress because it like would be dumb to go, well, let's do a four-week peak and see if I'm strong six weeks out, uh, six months out from when I actually need to compete. It's like, no, you're here to fucking grow and improve. Like, yeah. that would be dumb. So maybe that's why, as a collective, the power lifters. Yeah. Um, move to. I still feel uncomfortable calling myself a powerlifter. I don't know why. Well, you can you can identify yourself as whatever you like, Ben. Especially yeah. in this day and age, mate. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> I'm leave that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, like maybe it's just a way of staying sane. Of like, yes, I'm actually making progress. Yeah. Do you ever? Um, do you ever like half or, a, half, just on that though? Half the time when I post PRs now, it's just to piss Jason. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone does that now. <laughs> um, do you ever like always uh, match your like think about your mono lift squat like and always like compare everything else off that? Well, that's and that, that's where you lifted the most. Yeah, that was weight. the big thing, right? So I squatted 195 in comp. 
Yeah. And this like double was 160. Yeah. It's like, it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, I probably get 20 kilos just out of wraps. And yeah. I haven't peaked and it's a high bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel a little bit better about myself, but... And like, I've got really high expectations for what I'm going to lift. Like yeah. if I don't squat over 200, like I'm quitting, like it's yeah. game over. Like, like yeah. <laughs> I'm just I, shit um, at this. <laughs> like one of my clients, he squatted uh, like 182 and a half oh, yeah. off a mono. Yeah. And so like now, because it's a mono lift, I'm like, dude, you don't have to like take the bar up, walk out. Like you're just in position, like ready to go up, down, the yeah. locks come in. Like you don't move. Yeah. So I'm like, there's... There's extra strength just there because you're not, there's less time where you have the bar loaded, your feet are in the perfect position. I'm like, when you walk out, there's still slight room variances. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of room for error, right? So we <laughs> we squatted like 175 in the gym, yeah? And I'm like, fuck, bro, that's mad. And like, he was just like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's the most you've ever squatted. And yeah. he's like, nah. And I'm like, oh, bro, would you fucking let that mono lift squat go? Like, I'm like, I'm like, you haven't walk out squat more yeah. than 170, and you just did 175 like coming off a cold, yeah, in the gym. And, and I'm like, and he's just yeah. sitting there looking at me like he's just he wasn't pumped at all. And I'm Actually, just like, oh, it'd be interesting bro. to see how he goes this weekend. But to be honest, like having used, to be fair, I used him in. Um, Wraps and walking out in wraps definitely makes a difference because it's like just fatiguing, just getting into position. Yeah. Um, walking out in a, for a sleeve squat's not too bad. Um, more so to be within ten kilos in the gym, even if that was your peak, like mm. fuck, that's pretty good. But he was in a position of fatigue with like all of his normal volume in, um, and just like the comp max itself is not indicative of what you're going to do in the gym. Yeah. Like what my best squat in the gym is 185. Yeah. So my my best squat ever is 10 kilos more than that. Yeah. Just from having a crowd and being nervous. Yeah, and it's and like um, all that no, shit. Like proper thick squat bar, like yeah. the steel plates that are thinner. So yeah. it's like distribution of mass is different on the bar, even though the weight is the same. It's yeah. like Just using, the, better. using the, uh, the bumper plates for the gram. Yeah. Like in the I, fucking everything stacked out right to the end. So the three, force... Like 140 kilo fucking monsters with beards yeah. standing around That's you it. that are like, well, if I don't come up, they can probably yeah. just bicep and curl me off, curl yeah. it off me. Yeah. So yeah. it's just funny how I, they they have the client will have like just that, um, just the rate of progression, like their own rate of progression. Yeah. And sometimes like you can rationalize as much as you like, yeah. but weight on the bar is weight on the bar. Yeah. There's one. <laughs> there's it. something to be said about having. Um, like posting if you have a training diary somewhere like most lifters will use their Instagram yeah. um, so it's just like okay go back to 12 weeks out last time from comp what were you lifting then oh, I was lifting 5 kilos less than I am now sweet yeah. I've progressed heaps yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so that's a good way to look at that so it'd be interesting to go back and see Dylan's like okay what did you squat 4 weeks out before that comp yeah. Compared to what you're squatting now, oh, you're actually 15 kilos ahead. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, so let's... Right, so we're back on topic, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, let's try. <clears throat> yeah, we'll try our best. Do or do not. There is no try. Um, exactly right. Uh, yeah. So... Star Wars. Oh. 
That's Yoda, bro. Oh, okay, cool. You should know. Yeah, well, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Even Tam knows. Of course Uh, Tam knows. (laughs) (laughs) So, discussing um, maybe you talk about body composition prep and peaking for that. So, maybe like the last four weeks, even go 12. So, go 12 and in. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just chip in with the strength stuff. Okay. See so how much prior planning we do for these episodes, guys? Just <laughs> making up the approach on the spot. So I think um, the peak week, like it's more of a peak week kind of thing for body composition. When we look at it, we're trying to, you know, move, work with like, we want to have this finished product. Like that's what I'm always thinking about. Like if I've got you know, a competitor or someone doing photo shoot or holiday or whatever, like someone's taking their training seriously, wants to get really, really, really lean. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've got to, we've got to come up with this finished product. So, you know, we're working with, um, you know, for some categories in, in physique competitions, a certain amount of body fat percentage or something. Um, so we want to make sure that that person is in that kind of, is that kind of level of body fat. But what we want to do is like, set it up so we've got this week to ensure that that person is looking as good as they can yeah so everything leading up to that like say like a week out everything we're doing leading up to that time is for them to have as much muscle mass as they can like you know based off like what they started their prep with yep um and having the targeted body fat range or around about ish um you know at before that week yep and then there's like, because, <clears throat> you know, I guess, you know, we, for a physique competition, you're being judged on how you look. So you need to come in in a situation where like, you know, you, you want your muscle bellies to be full. You want to, um, you you want to be as lean looking as possible. Like obviously, you know, how dry and I, I'm trying not to use like the real gimmicky like words right now. It's fucking really hard. <laughs> like, you know, just like how, you know, thin someone's skin is and shit. Yeah, like, so you eat some... <clears throat> Some rice yeah, yeah, fish and some rice cakes. Fish, some yeah. rice This is when you put the fish in because it thins the skin. <laughs> uh, do not do that. But anyway, so we're trying to um, we're trying to work with like um, these physical outcomes. Like we want the person to look as good as possible. And there's certain certain things that we can manipulate if we're in a situation where the individual is lean enough. Mm-hmm. Right. So practical example, I had a client compete on the weekend. Like interesting story. You know. Jumped on board right at the tail end of the prep. So we were just in a situation where like really just needed to ride out the last week. See so if had, we can. You had two weeks, right? We had two weeks yeah. to work with. Um, things just weren't working out um, just with current coach. And we're talking before that. And I was just like, we'll, f- you know, we'll prep for the next one. Um, so yeah, so we um, were kind of at the tail end. So it was all good. But what happens in that week leading in, like, yeah. If you talk to a lot of people and like even like I've messed around with some things in the past and stuff like just having available information and probably like a different thought process, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, you can really fuck that shit up. <laughs> you know, like you hear people like water loading. Yeah. You know, drinking fucking stupid amounts of water, um, you know, not having salt. Then other people having salt, um, people carving up when they're fat, like yeah. just all of these things. Right. So, to, to get the person looking the best as possible on stage, like they obviously want to have like full muscle valleys and lowest levels of body fat. Um, and there's just protocols to doing that. So, but these things can't happen unless that person is at a sufficient level body composition wise. So like, you know, they need to be really, really low levels of body fat. 
for you to really kind of see these minor details come together. Yeah. So uh, this dude was lean, like he's real lean. Um, and we were kind of in a situation where I was like, okay, well, I don't know much about you, but I know the most sensible approach is going to be, you know, keep water at X, keep salt at X. Let's deplete you down. Got some good information from Dean as well, which kind of like just gave me confirmation bias. Like I already had an idea in my head of what I was going to do. Yep. And it was just like, you know, ask my coach, Ben, yep. um, ask Dean. And I was like, cool, I've got two people talking the same language as what I was going to do. Yep. I'm on the right track. Yep. So yeah, so um, we just depleted. So I went through like just a, you know, body weighted circuit for both like two days of the last week. Depleted him down. Um he drops like X amount of weight, which I kind of thought he would just based off what his current diet was. Um, dropped his carbs to like one gram per kilo. So I was like, that's, you know, baseline. <laughs> and um, so then we were in a position where he was just looking flat as a tack. Um, then kept water the same, salt the same. Then it was time to load up. So I always try and load up people really early. Um, not really early, but you kind of want to have a little bit of leeway, like a day or two, just in case they kind of spill over. So what that means is like you've exceeded the amount of, you know, carbohydrates that that person possibly could have and they start to look adverse. So not as good. Yeah. So yeah, so we went with like two huge, or well, one huge day. It was like, you know, 800 grams of carbs or something like that um, from a wide variety of sources as well. So we talked about like digestion and all those kind of things. Yeah. It's like if you have a you know restricted calorie diet and then you go and increase bolus doses of any type of food into a ridiculous amount like you're going to cause distension on the gut so it doesn't yep. matter what kind of food generally mm -hmm. just like more of it when you haven't had it for a long time can cause problems so it was just like get a little bit from here get a little bit from here get a little bit from here and i'm like just think about the overall volume of food as well like we don't need like ridiculous kilos of food going yeah. to the gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, like this is a situation where the coaching really comes into it. It's like photos every day, shots, etc. First day looked mint. Yeah. So then I was like, cool, do it again. Like weight didn't go up too much. So I was like, cool. Um, I think I just need to grab a drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> too much talking. Uh, so yeah, and um, the second day I was like, cool, let's do it again. So we loaded again. Um, and then the photos were good. His weight went up like even more. So I'm like, sweet. Just did the rough figures off like how much muscle mass he's got because he's getting his skins done. And I'm like, cool. I kind of feel like we're in a good spot. So I was like, okay. So dropped it back down to like what I thought, you know, just like enough carbs for the next day would be. The, the workouts after the first two depletive days were the same session. It's just the RPE was lower. Yeah. So I was like, dude, instead of doing eights, like doing like fives, it's just like a pump sesh. Like it's just like circulate. Yep. You should be getting mean pumps from all the carbs in your blood. Um, and he was like, just love and life. Mm. And then, yeah, like that day I was like, just chill, put your feet up. Um, he got his tan the day before and then like sent me pictures in the morning. I was like, awesome. We're here. Yeah. It's like veins in his, you know, through his abs and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, I've got a couple of pics of him like on stage and like, fuck man. Like he looked hard as a rock. Yeah. And it was just like. I feel like if you don't fuck around with too many things, it's the best thing to do in that peak week from a physique perspective. Like, you know, when I've looked at protocols in the past and I've got a bit sucked in with manipulating too, too many things and it's because like I thought the more moving parts, the better it would be. Yeah. And like obviously, you know, becoming older and wiser <laughs> and knowing more shit. And understanding is the king. <clears throat> understanding the mold. Yeah. Because if you don't know what the mold is, you don't know what's right and wrong. Yeah. So you need to understand all of it. Um, yeah, I'm just like... It makes more sense to keep shit the same. So the only thing we really manipulate is like as carbohydrates went up those two days, 
the salt and the water went up as well, which makes more sense, yep. you know, because they, they need to be elevated, you know, when we're talking about um, loading the muscle with glycogen, it just makes more sense to do that. Um, but then after that, everything went back down to normal. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, clearly won the show in conditioning. Like, it was the hardest dude, like leanest in the sh- on the stage. So that, like, I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, I did everything for the prep. Like, of course, you know, he was... You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously a good, jo- good job to the previous coach. Yeah, 100%. Lean enough to be able to maximize these. Because if you're fat, none of this works. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but it's like you can definitely fuck this shit up. And that's what he said to me. He's like, you know, um, I can really see, cause you know, he was like asking why and why this much and why that much. And you know, I was just trying to like, you know, just standardizing. You know, so, you know, we use this many grams per kilo generally, mm-hmm. um, makes more sense to do this water, et cetera. Um, and then, yeah, he was like, I understand how you could mess this up. Yeah. Like I can really understand how you can fuck this up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what you would look at for a peak for a bodybuilder is like, there's training considerations. There's huge diet considerations too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that like the moving, there's more moving parts to then peaking for a, a comp for um, powerlifting because it's just different, especially in powerlifting. If you need a meet a weight class, like there's still huge diet considerations, which we kind of, you know, scratch the surface on when we're talking to Dean and Will, like just yeah. about like how he had to make weight and he was fucking like heavy as. Um, just because so jacked. Because um, <laughs> he's a monster. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like the outcomes are very like, it's just all how you look. Yeah. You know, so there's no, no one cares about, you know, what you your skin folds yeah, and yeah. how much you weigh and how you train to get there and how much you lift. It's like get on stage, your mandatory poses. Yeah. The person looks the leanest with the best symmetry, um, you know, with the best lines and all that kind of shit. And who can pose the best mm-hmm. wins, mm-hmm. you know? And um these things only work just as a caveat if that person's really lean. Like, you know, I've got even people now and they're like, you know, kind of starting to talk about like carbon up and all this stuff. And I'm just like, man, you only carbon up if you're lean. Like, yeah, it doesn't work. Like not everyone gets to carb up. Like if you're still, you still got more body fat than you should and you still want to compete, which is fine. It's not my choice. It's yours. Yeah. So carbon up just going to make you look worse. Yeah. You know, you're just going to look watery. You're just going to look, um, yeah, just like, less conditioned um so yeah it's like a real you can't kind of there's no book procedure like it's really hard to say this is what's supposed to happen so subjective yeah but it's just like you've got to look that you want that you need for that person for their weight class or you know for their category or something yeah and your idea is to facilitate that and most of the time it's just on based off how much body fat is required on the person for the for the class or for the division um, and then you're just trying to, yeah, just keep the, the, the muscle bellies as full as possible, keeping the person rested yep. as well, just knowing how to manipulate training and stuff to just get that super compensation, um, where we reload the glycogen as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think the, the take home there is like, um, so this will be out the week after FBME nationals, um, which we have two girls in Yep. for those two. There is no peak week. It's like no. eat. I'll shift them. Um, Ali looks better on with carbohydrates. Um, so she has a high and low day at the moment. So she'll just have her regular high days. Yep. Um, because that's what we've been doing for four weeks and that's how she looks. Yeah. Um, we've shifted them recently to low volume foods so we can get an accurate waist measurement. She looks great. Cool. Um, fills out her face and everything as well. 
she feels good that day. So it's like, you're going to feel good on stage. Cause the girls in the FBME, are like Ali's probably maybe 15% now starting to push that. Yep. Um, so it's like they're at the stage now where they're probably Ali's maybe six to eight. Um, yeah. Amy is probably 12 to 16 weeks out from a show. So it's yeah. like, there's no, yeah, we don't, yeah. If you don't, want, so it's like a message for those that are like, want to do fitness photo shoots and that type of stuff. Like you don't have to mess with this shit. It's like, <laughs> if, unless you appealed, this isn't yeah. your world. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, it just comes from like that idea that this, that's just what happens yeah. in peak week. Like you have to, you, know, you go through the carb up, you, yeah, um, load. Yeah, you water load and yeah. do all that shit. Like you just got to make sense of what the outcome is and, you know, and the current situation. Um, yeah. Like even if we go right back to like when I competed um, and I got photos and stuff like before I loaded and when I didn't, I, was probably, I probably shouldn't have loaded. Like I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't lean enough. Like yeah. I looked better Did when... I looked yeah. better three days, four days before. Yeah. I was just like depleted, but just subjectively looked better. Then we loaded and it was just like, I didn't look as lean and it's just because yeah. I was fat, uh, fatter, sorry, not fat. I don't mean that like I've got problems and when I'm shredded, <laughs> I still think I'm fat. But it's like, when yeah. you look at it from a bodybuilding perspective, it's like, look on yeah. stage, there's people that have thick skin, lean, um, shredded glutes and yeah. shit. And so I didn't have that. Yeah. I was like, I need to draw, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, just, everybody needs carb load everybody knows that that's that needs to get thrown out it's like the coach is there to facilitate what the person's able to do the current situation and what moves them to the goalpost in the best way shape or form yeah yeah so for these girls i'm just looking at and this is like a take home that if you're looking more towards probably like the bikini categories and photo shoots for the guys and girls yeah that type of stuff it's just like driving down inflammation um yep. so i had the two girls like really ramp up their training the last two weeks, um, yeah. particularly Ali was just like, you need to PB every compound lift in your program. Like, yeah. Let's fucking go. You got two weeks. Give me everything you got. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's flying up three, four days early, which is great. There'll be no um, fluid retention or anything like that. Yeah. Amy and I are driving up, so that's not really a problem. We'll just have yeah. to get out and move around a lot. Yeah. Um, we'll be touching toes again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for them, it's just like, cool ramp up the training and then cool let's taper it down move out the information don't start messing with different foods test everything on the way out like eat a normal diet leading in yeah Keep that's everything simple that's really important is like um just not changing shit for the sake of changing shit like there's foods that you know quote unquote may be good for you maybe but if you're not consuming them then like at that time and haven't for a while then you're just playing fire a bit in my experience now. Yeah. It's like just the idea is to keep everything as simple as possible and as similar to what you've been doing. Um, it just, even when things go wrong, you kind of start to pinpoint what it is. You start changing shit. You don't know what what it is, what it could have been. Yeah. So I know there's people out there that like have suggested to do, you know, move towards quote unquote like safer foods and stuff. But just based off what I've seen is, a quote unquote safe food for someone who hasn't eaten it for a little while could be a not so safe food. I'd set that up three weeks ago though. Like with Ali, it was like, all right, four weeks to go. Dairy comes out because we know it bloats you a little bit. You hold a little bit of water when you eat it. It's not like you have an intolerance and I don't want you to eat it 52 weeks of the year. It's just like, we need you to like probably not be carrying the fluid. 
Yeah. So drop it out now. Um, rather than like... Yeah, you're just not going to go and introduce a food yeah, in that but, peak week because it's peak week food bar. Yeah, but and but it's like we've already introduced her peak week foods deliberately four weeks ago, four weeks out. So it's like you're eating them on a consistent basis. For her, the totals don't have to change. But and if you were going to peak um, like with the carb load and stuff, then yeah. you, you just want to have foods that you're going to... So generally speaking in that last block if someone's lean enough, they're probably getting high and low days. So you're using yeah. those high days as a chance to put in foods that, all right, we're going to, so I have tried this with Ali. It was like, okay, I want you to try um, condensed milk with rice. Do yeah. that twice and let's see how you look. Yeah, um, yeah. Now I want you to try package crackers. How did you look and feel after that? Yeah. Um, she just felt a lot better on the package crackers. Like, okay, that's what we yeah. lean towards now. Um, low volume low density food residue yeah. yeah yeah so just eat that um yeah i think like perfect world with um my guy competed uh probably like if i had him the whole time like we probably would have um you know done a like a pre tab up kind of thing just to yeah just see what happens see yep. what we can do how much we can push in and stuff yeah um just didn't have the luxury of the time which probably stressed me out the most yeah um but it was a really cool experience too like um just to go off on a little bit of a tangent but like I was really nervous about it just given that it's not something that I normally would take on. Mm. And I had a really valuable conversation with my coach about it. And he was just like, if you're in this industry to help people, then like, it's fine. Yeah. That's basically the gist of it. And I was like, and he goes, I know you are. So he's like, you'll be good. Yeah. He's like, just take it as a really cool challenge and mm-hmm. a really cool experience that you guys will, you know, have together starting off. Yeah. And he's like, there's no right or wrong here. So he's like, if anything, like the expectation from you is as low as possible and you, yeah, know, you can just go you and just enjoy the other guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, and then, yeah. and, and I was never going to do that anyway. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm never going to take, you know, hundred percent credit for what happened either. It's just not, yeah. that's why if you look, I haven't put anything. You haven't posted it. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's just a thing that's happened. And yeah, you know, I'm just going to sit there and know my role for that. Yeah. But the next one, it's like, it's all me, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a really cool uh, conversation that we're really grateful to have just given the people that we have access to and even just like talking to Dean and stuff, I thought it was really awesome too. Yeah. Because um, sometimes like you can sit there and go, oh, this is against like what I would want to do as a mm. coach. Like I'd never want to take someone on two weeks out. But sometimes it happens. Yeah. Sometimes people need to come to you because that hasn't worked out for other people. So now it's like it's almost kind of change the way I think about certain things. And I'm like, okay, well, it's good to have these quote unquote, like rules and ways that you would like to work, but sometimes they need to be kind of twisted a little bit too. Yeah. I think it's, it's one that like you need to, as long as it's within your values and you, like you said, the best, your best interest was with the client. Yeah. Not with anyone else. So I had um, a consultation three weeks out from a comp um, with a girl last year. Yeah. She sent me through her lifts. I'm like, look, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not confident in putting you into this competition. Like you're yep. not you're not proficient. Yeah, it's not safe. Um, cool. Went through the whole process. Um, I I can't afford it. Type thing. Um, cool. She did the comp. We found another coach that was happy to take her on. Yeah. Within three months, um, comes up on Instagram. Oh, I can't train. I've done my back. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm not saying it's a coach's fault, but yeah, it's just, like it's just, looking at the technique and stuff, it's like that was going to happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. So 
like making sure that you put yourself, it's like in, in any of those types of situations, like do you have the client's best interests at heart? Yeah. Um, yeah. And are you willing to um, put them before your ego, your reputation, whatever, yeah. um, even financially as well? Like yeah. I could have taken the client, probably still be a client, be getting paid for it, but it was like... Yeah. I'm not willing to do that for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. You've got to have a, you've got to have some integrity and morals. And like, this didn't really scare me from a, from that kind of perspective, but I guess like in bodybuilding, it's a little bit different like that. Yeah. Um, I just didn't, I don't know. It just kind of went against things that I would normally do. It's like, Oh, I'd never take on someone two weeks before a show, but it's like, and then my coach was like, why? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. And he's like, that's your, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can do what's best yeah. for him, why not? It's like, yeah. you can't answer me just because you think that that would be the best way to do it. Yeah. But it's not what's happened right now and this dude needs your fucking help. Yeah. And I was just like, you're a fucking legend. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. And it was just a really awesome experience anyway. So yeah. um, it's definitely something that I've, and I guess like now given if I can bring that conditioning in that situation when I had very little control before that, so I'm really confident next time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. I think that's the, the crux of like kind of peaking and stuff for body composition when you when you kind of understand what needs to change and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a lot needs to change. It's a good opinion. lesson for coaches out there too. And even clients like if a coach tells you, um, I work with other people that will help with this, just like what you just said, like you spoke to to other people, we had conversations with yep. Aaron as well. Yep. So it's like this circle of people that were like, yep, that makes sense. Yep, makes sense. U- ultimately, the decision comes down to you, but there was this group of people that kind of gave their knowledge towards that end goal. Yeah. Um, so if you are consulting with someone or, or sussing someone out and they're like, yeah, like maybe that's outside my wheelhouse and I'm going to work with someone else to learn that mm. or to help you and liaise with or whatever, just really take that on board. Yeah. Um, Cause like for me, I haven't, I haven't put anyone on stage since Greece in yeah, forever. 2014. Yeah. 14. Cause the same year I competed. Yeah. Um, where I've just taken a girl who wants to go straight to IFBB. Yeah. I've got 16 weeks. And it's like, yeah. all right, these are the people that I'm going to call and speak to and mm. ask questions of, but I, I can guarantee you that I'll get you on stage looking good because I have the network yeah. that will do it. Um, like I got Mason stage ready last year. Yeah. didn't want to compete. So I'm quite, I know I have the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's just maybe that last week, but it's like, cool, I will speak to Jace. I'll speak to Aaron. I'll speak to Dean. Yeah, I'll speak yeah. to It's a brainstorming session. All, all these the other time. people. Well, we talk yeah. all the time. It's like, I, I'm, training. I'm not afraid. And this is a message more to directed at the coaches now. It's like, I'm not afraid to um, pay for consulting yeah time mm. and i'm not afraid to tell my client that i'm doing it yeah of course because they're like okay you're invested in getting the right yeah. way for me 100%. i have a relationship because most people want to coach with you based on a relationship yeah. so this girl i've taken on we spent 90 minutes on the on a video call we then spent 90 minutes face-to-face training yeah so it's like we spent three hours together and she went it was going to be a dual co- coaching role after the session she went no nah, i'm just yeah like Cutting off the other coach. Yeah, which is so much better. Let's do that. Yeah, sharing a Dropped client. my anxiety levels by a thousand percent. But um, yeah, like she she was, that was based on the relationship that we were able to build in that time and the trust. Mm. So me saying, yeah, cool. Check out what Dean does. 
check out his stories and athletes and stuff. Yeah. I didn't feel threatened that, oh, maybe she'll go train with Dean. Like, whatever. Yeah. I've got a relationship with her already. If yeah. she chooses to go train with Dean, sweet, sure. Like, he's fucking good. Good yeah. on you. Um, but, yeah. like, I'm pretty comfortable that we've built a relationship and I know I can get the result. Huh. So it's up to you now what you do. Yeah. So, yeah, for the coaches, just to... Um, I know even our guys in the mentorship sometimes, it's like, oh, I don't want to... Yeah, it's like... I don't want to show this, Ben this squat in case he thinks it's shit. We have like, these conversations well, all the time. If it's it like is shit, the only way you're going to know yeah. is, like, Jay sends me his lifts and yeah. his clients lifts I send him shit mm. ask him questions about body comp and stuff all the time like mm. yeah. um, the, I've got three girls that are getting ready for APU it's like Jace has worked on a calculator I'm like alright how do I apply that to mm. weight do this done yeah. like you gotta, you gotta have a network around you if you're a trainer and if you're a client that is a really good sign that your your trainer is invested in your outcome not necessarily holding on to their own ego. Yeah, yeah, not have, not wanting to ask for help because it seems like it's it's they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes from a position of confidence. And I like I understand, especially for young trainers, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of mind games that happen there. Yeah. yeah. Um so I guess powerlifting is the last week's really boring. Yeah, well, that's it. Good, because we can speed this up then. Yeah, so like, so we don't have to talk about powerlifting as long as Jason's happy. Uh, so like, fuck, the last week, what, am I, what have our girls, our guys done? So the, the peak program we put together for the liftoff was like, fuck, 65% singles mm. for each lift. I think we did... Three, isn't it? Three singles? Yeah, three, three singles at 65% for squat and squat and deadlift on Monday. And then... Same for bench on Wednesday and then lift on Sunday. And the the um, message was like maybe one day of just like complete rest, yeah. static rest. Yeah. And then some passive rest stuff. So just like walking. Yeah. Lots of um, like GPP. Yeah. I told my guys to like go through their warm up each day. Yeah. Um, just so like the, the hip mobs and the core activation, all that sort of stuff, just to keep stuff awake. Yeah. Um, but nothing that's going to require a recovery demand. And it's interesting, like watching. So from a, from a powerlifting standpoint, the work's done earlier. We might do another episode yeah. on that specifically because it's long, but essentially you've basically created a buttload of inflammation up to that point. Everything's come up. Basically the, the shittest you'll ever feel in a prep is like the last week of well, the second last week of a powerlifting prep. Yeah. It's like your yeah. joints hurt, you're moody, your sleep sucks, yeah. everything fucking is average. Um, and then you have a week basically to come up out of that hole and be ready to perform on the day. So yeah. skill practice, um, show up and lift. Now that's obviously for the lift off. We use Wilkes. We don't have weight classes. The girls that I've got going into APU, um, it's funny, like we said at the start of the episode, like, oh, I don't call myself a powerlifter. Um, this will be my, we had Tam do a novice comp, so this will be my first crack at sanctioned meets yeah. for somebody else. Self, so self-coached in like bunny years, like I had a lot of fucking help um, for my own comp last year. Like yeah. Jordan, Will um, and Aaron as well all helped out heaps. You helped with my nutrition and stuff. Yeah. Um, almost don't mention you because it's like assumed that like you helped. Yeah. Just, I was always helping. <laughs> yeah. <somewhere. laughs> it's like, I'm always like 
Jason. <laughs> and you're like, just like, you just take what you want and ignore what you want. Yeah. <laughs> J- Jason was my counselor for the week that I was hurt a week yeah. out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is, it's exciting for me, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the fucking expert on powerlifting preps. Yeah. Um, but this is my stance at the moment is, so two of the girls, one needs to drop four kilos, five kilos. One needed to drop about six to yeah. make their weight classes. Um, super easy. They're both already compliant with their diets. Um, they're both, when I, we used, a, um, I guess a method where we went straight to the calorie goal and we're just going to run that the whole time into comp. The best method. Um, which yeah, we're, we're finding is really, really effective. Yeah. So the client buy-in on that when you're losing yeah. weight instantly is really easy. Um, now we're just dealing with the repercussions of such a big calorie deficit as Indy tries to yeah, run which happens, with everything. Which happens yeah. whenever anyone's trying to lose weight, which is That's probably, right. so we're, um, probably something that doesn't get sold enough because like, people don't understand that losing weight, they need to eat less and that should be something that's kind of hard. Yeah. Like just kind of, I'm not saying you have to suffer, but it's like I'm, I'm, I feel like a lot of people now are losing touch with what's involved with losing weight because people are trying to sell the whole like, oh, it's easy. It's getting in this shape was so easy. It's yeah. like, what do you mean? You're eating fucking less food than yeah. your body wants to. It's not fucking easy. Yeah. From a, from a, from a prep standpoint, lay down puppy. All right. So she's had enough, down. which is fair enough. All right. Come on. So sit we down. get two episodes, guys, and then yeah. Indy decides she needs to interrupt. All right, you can sit here. That's yeah. fine. Lay down. Good girl. We should be sweet now. Yep. On the <laughs> leg. Happy. Yeah. For the ear people, India's just perched herself on my leg, staring at Tam, wanting to be played with. Soon. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got long to go. Yeah. Depends right. how long dad talks for. Yeah. So um where was I? So we're we've wait. Yeah. Um, wait. so we're we're dropping nice and quick. I've set the target. Both of the um the girls are a little bit anxious about making their weight class. Um, particularly the one obviously dropping six kilos in a short period of time. It's like, fuck, am I going to make my weight class? She was even hesitant on doing an entry. I'm like, trust the process. Yeah. I'll get yeah. you there. It's yeah. fine. You'll get there. Um, so yeah, that's good. It's fine. But I've basically set them up to make weight uh, three to four weeks out. Yeah. So then they're in a state of like calm when that comes. And I've got food available for that last block. Yeah, being prepared well. is everything. Like, um, And even just like, maybe it's not that big of a difference. Maybe it is. But like being the weight that you're going to lift at for the these, remembering these are newer um, athletes. So Sherry's done two liftoffs. Um, this will be, she's missing this one. This will be Alyssa's second. Um, so they've only been really lifting for like, from a powerlifting sense, six months to a year. Uh, for both of them. Yeah. So like there's still a large skill acquisition element to it. So for them to be the weight that they're going to lift that on the day, spatial awareness, control, positioning, all of that kind of stuff is kind of important. Yeah. Um, as you progress into an intermediate and a more experienced lifter, I can imagine you're just going to be proficient at the lift and be able to figure it out yeah. a little bit easier, say, than um, these girls are now. So... I'm a big believer of, I think, the way powerlifting seems to be moving because um, it it's talked about a lot as that like huge water cut, try and load back up and come in ready yeah. to go. GPC's obviously got a 24-hour weigh-in. 
Um, APU does not, PA does not, ProRaw does not. Um, but people just trying to just really walk that line. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it's like, okay, so Will Crozier shows up at 5% body fat, hits weight on the day, doesn't have to load and wins. Yeah. It's like, okay, so the top guy in, in that weight class, granted, uh, but I'm pretty sure most of the classes were pretty similar. Most of the guys are just lean. They're at weight already. Yeah. So if we can do that, I feel like it's going to be a better outcome because it's the same story as bodybuilding. It's like, oh, I looked good four days out. Then I loaded and looked shit. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I was, I hit these numbers in the gym and then I dropped three liters of fucking three kilos of water and salt and mm. sat in the sauna and fucking killed myself for three days and then tried to perform. Yeah. It's like, uh, maybe that's not the best approach. I agree. Now, particularly if you're not going for a podium. Yeah. And I would, for me personally, I would almost argue if you're not going for a podium at a decent level. Like, I don't think it would be wise to kill yourself to get on a podium at a national comp. Particularly on, uh, sorry, at a, a local comp. Like, if you go on a national, sure. Like, yeah, push the boundaries because um, you're starting to get to that elite level. Like looking at Kern that was on recently, like watching people on drips and stuff, um, yeah, like in, overnight for the 24 hours just to get back. It's like if you're at that level, you got sponsorship dollars on the line, you're going for world records, you're doing all that kind of shit. Sure, like you can you can start playing with that. If you're Steffi Cohen, um, then I don't really have a problem with that. If you're a local powerlifter, maybe just hit weight early. Mm-hmm. Indy's telling us it's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, it's just mainly it's mindset to have yourself in the right spot for powerlifting, um, not to get overwhelmed, not to get too worked up, particularly if you're new, if you're doing our lift off, it's going crazy, bro. (laughs) Stop it. Um, if you're, yeah, if you particularly like a lift off or a novice comp or something like that, it's just another training day, hit your cues, do everything right. And you'll be sweet. Um, there's no, nothing fucking fancy that you need to do. Yeah. Which is very cute. It's just very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's been like five hours, you yeah. fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, you no want to do that? Go for it. Yep, no that's one's fine. throwing my toy Stop moving. All. You want to lick my hand? That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, so we'd be interested to hear maybe some questions specifically around um, getting ready for a, a body compositional goal, be that a photo shoot, a like a stage event um, and also like powerlifting, whether it be novice or a change to me. If you have any specific questions, um, Indy has a couple, then we'll get into those for you on the next episode. Again, make sure you screenshot, put it up on Instagram at STC underscore learning um, at Ben Scott SC and Jason Glee physique coach and at Tam vibes. Um, Indy doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah. So She's maybe I should make at the one. end of the show here. She is yeah. the timekeeper of episode three, apparently. Yeah, most every definitely. Time. Yeah, most <laughs> definitely. Awesome. Uh, uh, it's been a big day for us. So hopefully yeah. these ep- last few episodes have been good. Yeah. Um, I'm heading up to Queensland to catch up with a few people. So there should be some guest episodes on the way. Hopefully they're all right too. And maybe we'll have some headsets. Stop moving. See you guys. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>